Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Grand Hefe, and get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion right here on Radio Public. And how y'all doing today, man? Thursday, June 21st, 2018. How y'all doing? Getting ready for the NBA draft tonight? Got some little Dwight Howard news. Of course, uh, yesterday, uh, Greg Popovich on... Well, on Tuesday, Greg Popovich, I believe it was, flew out to meet Kawhi Leonard. And basically, uh, from the reports, that meeting went just about as expected. I mean, you know, I've already talked about how I I viewed the Kawhi Leonard situation on his part based on, you know, some of his comments that came from, from out of his camp on how he felt that, the San Antonio Spurs did or did not, uh, or lack thereof, care about his injury. Um, he felt that they were only trying to push their own agenda. Uh, and I said it, man. Um, I'm, I, I, I've been there. I, I've been in his shoes, not with a sports team, obviously, but I've been right in his shoes where the doctors say, oh, yeah, you're fine. But your body telling you, no, nah, bro, like, you ain't fine. And, you know, I've had five knee surgeries. And before I started having all of my surgeries, the doctors were telling me, oh, no, you're fine. Oh, no, you're fine. I had a, I, had, I even had a, my first knee surgery. They still didn't find out what was wrong. Come out of surgery, oh, yeah, you're fine. I'm, and I'm telling you, like, no, I'm not. Until eventually they found out what was wrong. And here I am, five surgeries later, <laughs> still having surgeries. But... That's 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 the situation that Kawhi Leonard was in, where the team doctors cleared him to play. The team doctor said, "Oh yeah, Bruce 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 die. Oh yeah, you're good. You're good to go." Kawhi Leonard thigh was like, "Nah, bro, I'm I'm not good." And where things got dicey was the the back and forth photo shots through the media that was going on. You know, Tony Parker was saying, you know, 
when he tore his 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 uh, hamstring or whatever it was he tore that year, uh, mine was a thousand times worse, and I came back to play. So you're calling out your teammates. Ooh, yeah, how's that gonna go over? Then you know uh, Popovich saying, I don't know, go ask his people. You know his people. You know, and then uh, and then uh, the little team summit meeting that they called. Where basically they they asking to uh, Kawhi Leonard like are you really hurt? And as a teammate, you like what you mean am I really hurt? Like, nah, nah, I'm just I'm just faking this, you know, because I don't really want to do what I train my whole life to do. Come on, man, like that's 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 ridiculous, you know. And you know Kawhi Leonard just felt that the organization didn't have his back, and he asked out. And he specifically said he wanted to go to L.A. Now reports have said that uh, he that the Spurs are not willing to do any deal with the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, which is smart of them. But the only problem that they're going to run into is how do you per, how do you persuade a team to take on Kawhi Leonard just for one year? Because we already know Kawhi Leonard has said regardless of whether he get traded to the Los Angeles Lakers this year, he's a unrestricted free agent next year, meaning he can go anywhere he, he want to go. He's going to be a Los Angeles Lakers. So the problem that the Spurs, the dilemma that the Spurs is, is dealing with right now is, do I, do I give him what he wants when I know that they can form a super team and be better than us while we're still in the rebuild stage? Because if I, I can pretty much count on that if Kawhi Leonard goes to L.A., I can... I'm, I'm about 98% sure LeBron is going to follow. So, and then they will still be able to to sign somebody like a Chris Paul on in a trade. So, or do you trade him, but you're trying to convince another team to take on Kawhi Leonard for one year. How many teams are willing to trade away their young pieces and their best assets to get Kawhi Leonard for one year? Because if I'm a GM, if I'm an owner, I don't want that. He's already he's already publicly said that he he he's he wants to play for LA. And he and he's gonna do so whether it's this year or next year. Why would I wanna waste time on Kawhi Leonard for one year? Unless you just think that he's good enough to get your team to a championship and that's all you care about. But I don't know what team that could be outside of LA with LeBron or somebody. Like what team could he go to, and you're gonna guarantee a, a a a NBA title and be okay when he walks in a year? Because he's walking. He's already said it. Boston is in that same scenario right now with Kyrie because when Kyrie wanted out of Cleveland, he asked to go to San Antonio, Memphis, or the New York Knicks. So now, the Boston Celtics is in a dilemma like, do we trade Kyrie? So it's going to be interesting to see tonight in in the draft um, what trades is going to be made, who's going to be moving up, who's going to be moving back. Because I think LeBron is watching this draft and he's seeing everything. Now, I don't think there will be anybody in this draft that can keep LeBron. That You know, there's nobody in this draft. I don't even think if he, if Cleveland had the number one pick, unless they traded that out for for a a actual veteran 
or a young superstar all star. I don't see LeBron. I don't see what Cleveland can do that could keep LeBron to stay. Trey Young, yeah, he's nice. I like Trey Young. He's one of one of my favorite players in the draft. Uh, you know, I've seen reports of people saying he's a wannabe Steph Curry. Like, I, like I, I've never understood it. Uh, they say he's more like a Eddie House, which I think he's he's a better shooter than Eddie House, and he's a better ball handler than than Eddie House. Uh, they they talk about his defense. That stuff is that stuff can be worked on. Steph Curry still don't play defense. Steph Curry is good at playing the passing lanes. Steph Curry is still not a a good defender, which is the reason why everybody would put him in the pick and roll because he's not a great defender. You normally don't put good defenders in in in, in the pick and roll and make them defend every 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 round. Normally, normally teams aren't asking for your best player on defense. Just an opinion, you know. Hey, I'm not the smartest guy, but that's that's just my take on things. Uh. But I don't think he would be good enough. My favorite player in the draft as far as point guards is Colin Sexton. I like Colin Sexton. Uh, I first started noticing him when he, I forgot what game it was, when they were only playing with like four players. And and and, and ever since then, he's been my favorite uh, guy in the draft. Now, DeAndre Aiden, we all know that boy is a full-grown animal. Um, what, he's 7'1", uh, 260, I believe it is. Uh, is a dog in the low post, and he got what the NBA is moving out to, which is he got a jump shot. You know, if, if the NBA is 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 going down to if if you can't stretch the floor and shoot the ball late in games, you're probably not even in the game. It's nine times out of ten you're probably a bad foul shooter. Also, if you can't shoot, if you can't stretch the floor. So DeAndre Aiden, I get it, low post, mid range, he got. It. Three pointer uh, in this game. This boy is a man wingspan of like seven six or something like that. Uh, um, out of Arizona, uh, Phoenix would be crazy not to take him. Uh, to be quite honest, they'd be crazy not to take him. Uh, you know, uh, and then my, you know, to me, I think the best. I wouldn't call him the best player, but I'm a little biased. I think Marvin Marvin Bagley Jr. is 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 another guy. Uh, it's probably one of my favorites in the um uh, in this class. He can do it all too, inside outside. He can shoot it. You know he he can put the ball on the floor. Twenty two double doubles this year, most by any fre- any uh ACC freshman in 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 the history of the ACC. Uh, that's that that's who I like. But then again, like I said, I am a little biased, so uh, don't don't just take my word for it. <laughs> Yeah, don't 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 take my word for it. But we'll see uh what kind of trades are gonna be made um tonight. Gonna be very interesting. You know, and then, you know, some some people that, that can really, you know, uh help themselves in the draft. I think Atlanta. Atlanta got three picks um in the draft tonight. I believe they got the third pick, the nineteenth pick, and they got the thirtieth pick. So they, they picking right in the be- the right in the beginning. They got somewhere in the middle, and then they got the end. So I think, you know, depending on what they want to do, they can try to uh, make some moves tonight. I believe Phoenix got two picks in the first round. Of course, you know, they're going to take Aiden, who they're going to take at 16. Um, you know, Cleveland is going to be at eight. Now, another thing, too, to, to take note that I haven't seen anybody talk about yet is what is Philly? Oh, Philly got the 10th pick. 
you know, that's a potential landing spot for LeBron. You know, they have um, MB, Simmons, probably J.J. Reddick, Covington, uh, Ilya Sova, Saric. They, um, so, Markel Fultz, if he ever get right, and then who would they pick at number 10? You know, add it. And then LeBron is probably looking at it like, how do I fit in with this? And I'm pretty sure Philly is picking that way too because from all the reports that's coming out, Philly is the second option, you know, which I kind of get it, but I kind of don't because I still don't see Ben Simmons uh, being a jump shooter. I mean, he literally can't shoot the ball at all. Like, he is not a jump shooter. Not a jump shooter. Didn't, didn't even attempt a three all year. No threes all year. Even even DeMar DeRozan sh- shoot a little threes. Two or three here and there. Ben Simmons have no jump shot. And playing with LeBron, we know LeBron is going to need spacing on the floor. So you have Ben Simmons out there. He He's a liability. Why? Because people doing him like they do Draymond Green. They're sagging in the lane because he can't shoot. So... I mean, you know, he'll still have the shooters. Covington shot pretty well this year. J.J. Reddit obviously is is a, a career good um, shooter. Sarge and Ilya Sova and these boys. Uh, Bell- he got Bellinelli. I forgot about Bellinelli. Uh, so he has some shooters. Uh, they play pretty good defense. Covington was on the first team all defense this year. Uh, we know Embiid is probably one of the 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 best big man uh, defenders in the league outside of Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins and. DeAndre Jordan and guys like that. Uh, so uh, Ben Simmons can play defense. Uh, JJ Reddick can play defense. Uh, so I think LeBron won't have to work as hard if he plays with Philly. So be on the lookout to what happens uh, with Philly with that tenth pick, and then obviously Cleveland with the eighth pick. We'll see what Cleveland do. Uh, um, can Le- can LeBron get Kawhi Leonard to um, Cleveland? Can he get Paul George to Cleveland? Um, maybe the only thing about that is, um, is LeBron going to commit longer to Cleveland? Because if he doesn't want to commit, who is going to come, come play over there? That, that was the issue why they couldn't get Paul George in the beginning of the year. Because when, when they reached out to Paul George, uh, before the trade to OKC, when he was still playing in Indiana, when they reached out to Paul George to Indiana, they asked, he look he want Paul George wanted to know whether or not LeBron was gonna commit there and LeBron didn't want to commit. So Paul George was like, no, and rightly so, because you're not gonna leave me in Cleveland. No, 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 no. Hell no. To the no no. Yo, you ain't finna leave me in no Cleveland. That ain't my hometown. So um uh, we'll see if they can get LeBron to commit for at least two two or so years, and maybe you know they have that two that that two year um, contract with that third year player option, so they can opt out and go wherever they want to go. Uh, now I can see that happening if if LeBron do want to commit uh, for another three years or so, but it's going to be hard pressed to keep LeBron in Cleveland. So even with that eighth pick, I mean the best they're getting Trey Young. Colin Sexton, these guys, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that being enticing enough to, uh, to keep a LeBron. Speaking of trades, um, the, um, 
the Charlotte Hornets made a trade yesterday, shipped Dwight Howard uh, right on off to the Brooklyn Nets for Timothy Mosgolf and uh, two second-round picks. I believe it was a 2018 pick, so second-round pick to in tonight's draft, and then uh, a 2019 second-round pick in some cash. Uh, Jordan wanted uh, Dwight up out of there, huh? It seemed like, man, Dwight Howard just getting a bad rap everywhere he goes. And Michael Jordan is one of, is the greatest basketball player ever. And he can't pick talent. But that's normally how it is. Normally when you're the best at something or one of the best, normally you can't do it. Like, most of the time when you're a great player, you think, oh, yeah, I can go be a good coach because I, cause I was good. And when when it happens, it's like, no, I guess I wasn't as good because I'm just good at doing it. I'm not good at showing people or telling people. I can just go out there and do it. And Jordan has picked some of the worst. I mean, Lord have mercy. Shoot. Boy, what I, I don't even know how many times they've been to the playoffs since he's been there. Maybe once or twice. Maybe, maybe three. Let's see. I remember a couple years when uh, they was facing the Miami Heat. So that's about two years. So yeah, I say about three years uh, since Jordan has taken over that they that they made the playoffs. It's like he is a horrible owner, GM, whatever he want to be of the team. Uh, but nonetheless, they got Dwight Howard up out of there, and honestly, man, Dwight Howard gets a bad rap, honestly, and he got he's gotten a bad rap ever since. Um, Kobe said what he said about him. You know, I said it a long time ago, man, when he was playing with them. Before I get to that, let's just let's let's not forget that Dwight Howard is a three time a three time defensive player of the year as a center. A three time defensive player of the year. Six time all first team all NBA. I think the only there's only two people, two centers that's ever done that. And I believe it was Shaq and uh I can't remember the other one. Only three centers have done that. Have have put up that many first team, and then, you know, he get the bad rap in L.A. You know, for being soft, and you know, just because Kobe said it, he doesn't work hard, and just because Kobe said it, I guess it must be true. So we're all gonna be, uh, we're all gonna believe that, and you know, it's it's crazy to believe Dwight Howard had. He averaged that year 17 and 12 as 17 and 12 coming off of back surgery and playing with a torn label. But we label this guy as soft. Averaging 17 and 12. And only just because Kobe said it was soft. And only because Kobe said he doesn't work hard. And only because Kobe said he 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 jokes too much. As if my personality got anything to do with my numbers that, that I'm producing on the court. Like I don't, I don't care about all that other stuff. Give me a guy. Listen, be as goofy as you want. Give me a guy that's gonna get out there and give me buckets. Seventeen and twelve. This year he averaged sixteen point six points a game, twelve and a half rebounds, one point six blocks per game, and Charlotte couldn't wait to get him up out the door. Like I don't, I think he's like the ultimate fall guy, just like Kevin Love. You know, Kevin Love is rumored in every single trade, every time something goes wrong with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He, he He's that fall guy. And I think Dwight Howard has 
and you know reports that came out to the point today you know reports that came out that the Cleveland Cavaliers is not going to shop Kevin Love which is smart on their part because you 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 you're probably expecting that you're going to lose LeBron so why would we kind of piss off our 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 number one start now I, because uh I would be be able to believe that if LeBron leave everything will run through Kevin Love at that point uh so not shopping Kevin Love is perfect until you know what LeBron is going to do. So, you know, I guess the PR department did pretty good damage uh, control there. Uh, you don't say it before the draft or you don't say it before June 29th before anybody can opt out. And then the free agency period starts on July 1st. So uh, you definitely don't say anything until after that. Uh, you don't want to piss off Kevin Love. But, you know, Dwight Howard, and then he goes to Houston, back to Dwight Howard, but then he goes to Houston, you know, uh, you know, that next year, uh, 13 and 14, he averages 18, 12, and 1.8 blocks per game, which, which I think is pretty good numbers. He's a step up from, from, from the year before, and he's playing but now he's playing with a with a more ball dominant guy in James Harden, you know. And I thought that was working. And whatever happened, that didn't happen. Then the next year, it's you know his numbers fall off. He gets he starts fifteen point eight, ten ten and a half rebounds, one point three blocks per game, and that's around the time that they just stopped giving him the ball. They would just put him in pick and roll actions, and normally he would just have to get his off the glass. Basically, that's that's basically how he got his points. You know, um, and then that next year, because this is around the time that they're trying to start phasing in Clint Capella, which I honestly do not understand why, because Clint Capella is basically a poor man, Dwight Howard. If you if if, if we're really being honest here, I mean, uh, last I checked, Dwight Howard got three defensive player of the year awards. Well, they say Clint Capella is, is a good defender. Well, I haven't seen him win anything yet. Uh they say he's a tenacious rebounder. Well, guess what? He's averaging just about the same amount of rebound as Dwight Howard did. Um, Scoring-wise, uh, neither one of these guys are dominant scorers. But if you if but if you want to ask me, I, I'm taking Dwight Howard over Clint Capella any day of the week. So, um, what is it that Clint Capella got that Dwight Howard didn't have? Uh, so you basically wasted a pick on Clint Capella to be Dwight Howard. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You know, then that next year his. His uh, point productions fall off down to thirteen point seven. He gets grabs eleven point eight boards, so twelve still around that eleven twelve boards a game. Uh, one point six blocks. Dwight Howard is a career seventeen points, uh, twelve rebound guy, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And teams literally cannot wait to get this guy out of their locker room, and it's and it's saddening to me. It's saddening to me because I think he gets a bad rap. And, you know, um, I tell my lady all the time, I say, uh, as long as you let people, as long as you let people, uh, as long as you let people say and do stuff to you, they're going to eventually form that habit that I can just say whatever I want to her and she's not going to say anything. She's just going to take it. And the more and more you start letting people do that, then they start, you know, taking advantage and taking advantage and taking advantage. So I think Dwight Howard has gotten a bad rap to the point everybody would say, 
oh, he's a cancer for the locker room. He don't he don't like to work hard. You know, he 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 he's too childish. He likes to play too much, and he didn't take up for himself enough back then. So to the point that people just start believing it. And then when Kobe said it, oh man, it must be true, right? Because Kobe said it. Kobe the goat. Well, he's not the goat, but we know how his fans are. You know that Mamba, Mamba mentality. Like, come on, man. Like, this man played with a torn shoulder, coming off a of back surgery, and still and still gave you seventeen and twelve. What else you want from him? But that wasn't good enough for Kobe. So we'll see how Dwight Howard do in Brooklyn. Of course, you know. They they probably just trying to get rid of him, uh, ship him on off, and uh, hopefully they can try to clear some cap space f- for the next uh, for the next go around. But um, man, I I hope Dwight really get it together, man, or find a home here in Brooklyn because it, it's actually sad to see a guy who's going to be in the Hall of Fame literally just bounced out one year. One year, one year. Right after Orlando, I mean, he goes to L.A. And then he goes to Houston for three years. And then he goes to, uh, what, Atlanta for one year. And that's his hometown. That's his hometown. And, man, they ran him up out of there. They say, we only want, bye-bye, holla at you, see you, and come visit. You can't stay. Kicked him right on up out of there. Send him right here to Charlotte. So, I mean, hopefully he gets it together, man, and we'll see. We'll see, and then we're definitely going to be paying attention to this draft tonight um, uh, and uh, see what's going on. Make sure you tune in tomorrow because I have a special guest coming on. We're going to uh, uh, debate. We're going to go over the draft. We're going to talk uh, talk some LeBron. We're going to talk some Spurs. Uh, so we're going to uh, have a look, of, a, a full slate for you guys tomorrow. Give yourselves a round of applause, people, because you people deserve it. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm out of here.